welcome, welcome to, to Biscuits and the Ham. As Hi. we were about to do our intro, she reaches behind my computer with her delicate lady fingers, and I'm like, what's wrong? Is our cord not plugged in? And she grabs one of my delightful pens. A pen. I hope okay. it works. Welcome. Sorry, that intro might have been janky. Um, oh, I have a pen. You guys, I'm hungover. Uh, and that is why the truth comes out. a little janky. The truth comes out at night. Hey. Hi. Uh, I'm sorry about your hangover. She, it's it's okay. been a creeper, she says. You guys, this is what we've been talking about, which is after the age of 35, mm -hmm. three drinks are going to put you six feet underground, yeah. which is where I am currently. Yeah. So imagine if you had 430 drinks like I had at your house on mm. Saturday. It takes a good four days to recover. That's true. It was Wednesday before I felt like myself. Um, Happy birthday, Ham. Oh, thanks, We Biscuits. had the big birthday celebration. Yes. Yesterday was the official day. You guys, Biscuits rolled out the turquoise carpet, so to speak, mm. at a pool party that just was the best pool party of all time. We kept it low key so that they didn't make too much food. But of course, oh. they made pounds of food. And by they, I mean biscuits and Grandma Jessie Miller McGinn and Davide. And uh, we just had a delightful gathering of, you know, maybe 10 people, 15 people. And Can I run through the menu yes. for everybody? Yes. Well, first of all, I texted Grandma Jessie Miller McGinn was my cohort. Yes. Um, we were, of course, working with Mr. Ham on the production <laughs> of this event. And he's like, what can I do? What can I do? And Jesse and I are texting back and forth. Like, Jesse's like, all right, I'll bring the meats. I'm going to do marinated chicken yeah. breasts, 47 hamburgers, yeah. 52 hot dogs. Like, it's just done. Mr. Ham's like, do I need to make She's like, 22, 22 <laughs> marinated chicken breasts. I'm not even exaggerating with these numbers either. 22 So she rolls in. Chicken the breasts. chicken breast was marinated. Can you see what the marinade was? Remind me. It was like a tarragon lemon vinaigrette. Oh. It was so good. It, the chicken was so pretty because uh -huh. the, the tarragon it was, it was yellow. Yellow. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought it was curry at yeah. first. The tarragon yeah. had a, gave it a nice yellow color uh -huh. and it grilled uh -huh. up so nice and it just tasted delicious when we didn't just have chicken no we had cheeseburgers we had um italian sausage uh -huh. we had potato salad pasta salad corn salad oh that corn salad was good the mm. one that i talked about um mm. with the fresh mozzarella mm -hmm. and the cherry tomatoes yeah. davide made his potato salad he made his best batch yet it was really good it was really good he forgot the peas but it I was know. so good, I didn't even notice. I I did tell him it probably needed the peas. Just to, <laughs> just to rub it in. Just to give him a taste of his own yeah. medicine. Yeah. When he, every time he critiques my cooking. So we swam in the uh, pool all day. Jesse made her cookies. Jesse made her cookies. What you else? got me a cake. I did. <laughs> Kroger screwed up the cake. You were not pleased with the cake. No. You know what the first problem they was? They never responded to my email either. Of course they haven't. <laughs> you, you get a cake at Giant Eagle. Everybody knows this. You're right. They've anyway. done cakes before, though, but you're right. I haven't done this kind of cake with them. Yeah, they, and they quit. put roses on it, you guys. Which and I about said, lost watch. my damn mind. I was you didn't so even want to show it to me. I walked in. He said, don't look at the cake. David picked, he picked it up, and he comes in, and I'm, like, so excited to see it. Yeah. And I, like, look at him, like, that's not what I asked for. And I just look at him, he's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, ugh, why are there roses? Mm -mm. I said... 
I would have eaten this cake, but now that I know it has roses on it, just forget it. Did you eat any of it? I did. My mom packed some I up did. for She you. packed me up four huge chunks. Uh-huh. I hope she didn't, you know, the picture on it was me saluting the American flag. I hope she did not. Davide really wanted my, my finger salute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hope she didn't give me my hand. I need to examine that. Yeah. That was the part that he really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you made a huge batch of the cure cocktail. Yes, that was a crowd pleaser. Everyone loved it. I I've modified that drink it too, canister you guys. and poured it over my head again yeah. when I couldn't get it to dump out anymore. Yeah. That's how good it was. Once it got below like the little spigot, people uh-huh. were like dumping it. I mean, we were it was so good. But I modified it and I simplified it so it's easier to make in batches. Sure, sure. And now that's gonna be our thing. Yeah. The well, cure. Why I'll tell it? you what, the cure. I felt great on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I wasn't hungover. I mean, it must have been my birthday magic because yeah. I too should not have felt as good as, as I good felt as we on did. Sunday. It probably helps that we started drinking. <laughs> yeah, but I only had I had three high noons. That's it. And took the edge off. Just took a light edge off. I felt great. I had Monday. I think five, and then I was like, oh man, I might be having a little too much fun. Yeah. Well, Layla was back having in. fun too. Ugh. She's I felt so like in one of those places where like every time I turned around, it was empty. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I got to get another one. Yeah. And I was really locking in. And then I thought, what am I doing? Yeah. And thank God I stopped because I came home and just settled into a puddle of despair and went to bed at like <laughs> 7 p.m. You know? Well, I this is crazy, though. So we drank all day Saturday. Yeah. It was a kid-free pool party, you guys. Yeah. It was so fun. Um. Late night swim, we oh, cranked the pool heater up. I knew Davide was having a good time. So Davide Dad, as we sometimes mm-hmm. call him, can be stingy with the heater. Yes. And it's your typical I get dad. It. I'm not paying the bills. Yeah. But Laura <laughs> and I, as the devious children, always like to, you know, when he's not looking and it's a little too chilly, crank her up. And I knew Davide was having a good time when he got in the pool. It was nine, ten o'clock, it was dark. And he got in and he was like, Kiki. You ought to feel how amazing this water is. It's like a jacuzzi. He turned it up to 92. <laughs> I was like, David is good. here for this. And then we stayed in there so long um, that I couldn't get out. Yeah. And then when I did get out, I had to immediately leave. And when I left, you were still swimming. <laughs> and I encouraged you, don't ever yeah. get out. You said, don't ever get out. I actually expected we'd be recording in we your might, backyard I would by the still pool because I thought there. you'd still be in there. I just figured it wasn't probably safe to fall asleep in there, but uh, uh, it felt right though. It did. I could have slept but, in there, I think. Yeah. It's so funny though. I did I did maybe four max uh La Bombas, which I was mm-hmm. telling you about, which is tequila, grapefruit Last juice, night. and jalapeno. They make them at pins. Totally gonna replicate that one. Yeah. Or not, because I'm now I'm dead. I did four. <laughs> I did like I had four drinks. That's not yeah, that much. I like that you say four isn't that much though. Is I mean, it? four's enough where you should feel a little hungover. Oh, especially God. four on a Wednesday. But I was telling them it's you a You can knock that off for, if it's a weekend. Yeah, but. I didn't get a lot I didn't sleep well either, so that probably hasn't helped. But of course you didn't. Here you we are. Know. We're here to celebrate. We're here to talk about. We're here to celebrate the fourth. It was officially yesterday, and it has come and gone. Yeah. And thank you for making it special. Thank yeah. you to Mr. Ham and Grandma Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Big <laughs> thanks to Grandma. We have a lot of hot Grandma dogs. Grandma really to grow. did it, and she. How many dozen cookies did you make? Oh gosh, I had three. You know, my <laughs> mom. Least. My mom, being the resourceful angel that she is, helped clean up on Sunday and put all of them in the freezer so they would stay nice and fresh for us. Oh, so. 
I will next recording. I will bust him out. Perfect. I was going to tell you if Stella hadn't eaten them all to bring me some because I didn't oh, bring any. She really liked those, and also shout out to Maria Mitchell who made a variation oh, of a those cookie. Were good. They had they were it was like a cookie bar. Yeah, and they had white chocolate chips, br- uh, brown chocolate chips. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow chocolate chips, black chocolate chips. <laughs> butterscotch. Butterscotch. Oh, my God. This is what Are we're you going to make it? No, yes. You know, Red Bull or a Monster Energy yeah. drink? Both. All of it. For loco. That's oh. what I need. Um, okay. For loco. So, episode 17. Yes. We've got some follow-ups. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Um, you want to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have too many items for us. A uh, few things. So no new countries. You know, mm-hmm. we've, we've kind of reached a stable point. Male demographic is sitting right at, it was 28% for like a week. It was 30. Then it now it's at 29. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at over 2,400 listens, which is great. Yeah. Um, That's great. And it's interesting because we're starting to have people listen current and go back. You know, I see numbers jumping around all the time, so it's hard for me to even assess anymore what our audience per se is. But I study it enough that I would say we've got about 120 people that listen to every episode mm-hmm. regularly as they launch. So that is thrilling. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Michael has a friend, Tommy Andrew. Do you know Tommy Andrew? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they grew up together and um, they went to lunch the other day and, and Michael told him about biscuits and the ham. And like the next day, like clockwork, oh. he texts me. And he says, listen, just listen to the first episode. You guys are, (laughs) I got to read it to you. It was so cute. He, um, and then he went on Facebook and he liked every single one of our links. Every time that I had posted an episode, he liked them all. I got like 487 notifications. Freaking shout out to Tom. What is happening? So he says, just listen to your first biscuits and the ham. I love how real it is yet. So funny. Great combination. You have the best voice and your laugh is contagious. I love you guys. And then I said, oh, we love that you're listening. And he says, you guys are going to do well and pop the charts. That's amazing. Pop the charts. We are going to pop the charts. So we got another loyal male listener in our ranks. Um, So that is exciting. I have some other big topics for someday when we get bored. But that's. Tell me. I'll write them down. No, no, no. We're not going to waste oh, time with it. Okay. But um, that's right. No that's my main sort of, yeah, no workshopping mm-hmm, while we're recording. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's my main thing. And I know you have a full agenda. And I do. So I'm going to let you hop to your schedule of events. Okay. So circling back to episode 16, mm-hmm. we talked about the Friends reunion. But yes. the three of us weren't, I mean, Jesse was a watcher, mm-hmm. but yeah. we weren't invested enough to really have she any. She watched a half hour of the reunion feedback. and said, I'm bored and yeah. cashed out. Yeah. So um, there were a couple different group texts going yes, on. Yes. Um, some big revelations. One of them being people like Jennifer Aniston. I know. And you might, you guys might be in the minority of. It's, I, I get it. And I understand that I represent a minority mm-hmm. in my very, very strong dislike yeah. of her. Um, were people mad that I don't like her? No, I think, I think, she's I think sweetheart. I think we were just like I 
Maria commented, like yeah, she's like, and then then I admitted on that chain, I said, well, actually, I like her too. Yeah, I just didn't want to argue. You just were not going to pick your. I I was picking my battles. Pick your battles. What am I going to fight with you about? Sex workers or Jennifer <laughs> Aniston? Choose your choice. <laughs> yeah, what's important? Yeah, to me? the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. for knowing. You're welcome. Let's <laughs> talk more about sex workers. <laughs> oh, we will. Um, okay, so that was one. Yes. Um, but it prompted a fun question in my mind which is your celebrity fight list. Oh, Who's on it? I'll give you top three, maybe five, if you are just burning through material. But um, right, celebrity right, fight right. list, Jess, I want yours. I also want you to do Ashley's oh, yeah. um, because hers is pretty good. <laughs> Who was the one she just told us about? The one that always makes me <laughs> laugh with Ashley is Tom Arnold. Cut. She hates the latest, him so much. She hates Tom Arnold, which I don't understand <laughs> that one either. But her latest, which is like, it's like, like hating a baby bunny. She said Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. I'm like, he is like a modern day I prince. Said, Everyone loves Keanu Reeves. Old Keanu or new Keanu. <laughs> and she said all the Keanu. Oh, Keanu. I know. I was like speed Keanu. Yeah. I'm like, are you, I'm like, what about point break Keanu? Look, I what? get it if you haven't paid attention to what a great what? human he is recently, because he's not a good actor. I mean, he's really not. I don't think but there was any what movie that he made great. better. No, he made them all better. Well, we'll disagree on that. I kind of <laughs> see Ashley's point. But now I've, he's transcended beyond bad actor into great greatest human. humanitarian of all time. Yeah. Um. Okay, my celebrity fight list, Jennifer Aniston, obviously. I've already unveiled that. Anne Hathaway, mm. go on, get, let me bury your know-it-all face in the dirt. <laughs> uh, Anna Kendrick, I got a real problem with. Really? Everybody gets her. on my case about that. And they're like, oh, she's adorable. She's so funny. I don't think she's any of the oh, above. I think talented. she's a nerd. She did the troll. I just don't she's like talented. her. I don't like okay. her. Okay, well, disagree. I don't Continue. Like Sorry, this is not a debate. I apologize. <laughs> Keep going. I'm allowed to fight who I want to fight. Uh, who else I got on there? Those are my those, those are, are my big three. three. Jesse, what about you? Random. Yeah. Charles Barkley. What? <laughs> I always forget how much she hates Charles Why Barkley. Why do you hate Charles Barkley? So like intense and kind of fake. Yeah. And I just don't really like his vibe. Yeah. Bad vibes from Charles Barkley. Kind of cocky in like a bad way. Who else? Every time I hear it, it tickles me so much. I I mean, I I love that. What about Kristen Stewart? Can we all agree on that moody bag of bones? Oh, I would fight her hard. All right. You yeah. just added a fourth. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. Jesse, is that it? Charles Barkley? Oh, I pick a four. Um, I had a really hard time coming up with a list. Of course you I've... did because you are so <laughs> really nice about people. Like, you just will find anything to like about anyone. You you never really dislike too many people. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Um. I did think about, but it's no, it's not for any personal reason to this actor, and I don't even know his name, but the kid who plays Jeffrey, Joffrey, oh, Joffrey yeah. of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Just because of Joffrey. Well, and it's like the same thing with the kid that plays, uh, who's that other psychopath in that show? Uh, Sweet Baby Robin? Uh, Ran- Rennell or oh, the, the, the crazy Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rennell. Sweet Baby Robin. I'd take him out too, though. Who's that? Uh, Catherine Stark's sister's baby that was 
breastfeeding when he's 27 years old. <laughs> yeah, he can go. I'll fight him. <laughs> he's not even good swordsman. <laughs> Um, all, all of the Kardashians, but Kris Jenner is oh, at the top of my list. Yeah, she's not a good, she's not a great She's person. real bad. Um, you know what? I, I will say for a while, if people ask me that question, uh, Lily Sobieski <laughs> was on it. <laughs> she's a good one, but she's now not, she, like, she's so irrelevant. You I can't know. have her no, being, people on like, list anymore now. Yeah. Oh. oh, you know who else I really don't like that's sort of random? Who? Speaking of friends, Aisha Taylor. Oh my gosh. Tyler. People used to tell me I looked like her. Like if I was black, I'd look like Aisha Tyler. I mean, I can kind of see it, but she is, um, she was on the soup yes. too. And I just find her really annoying. I also well, feel that way about. Annoying? No. <laughs> it's not about her look. It's just about her personality. I oh. find irksome. Um, and I also hate that Whitney Cummings. Really? Yeah, I think she thinks she's far funnier than she is, and she's, she's like, pretty funny. "Look how raw I am." Yeah, I don't like her. She I is kind of savage. Upon. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I got a full list. Well, I was like, so did you think of any probably... celebrities you want to fight, <sighs> or do you have any others than Charles Barkley? Uh, Alicia Silverstone came to my mind. Oh yeah, you've never. But liked you her want either. a fighter? Well, I don't cage really fight like is actually what I wrote down. <laughs> cage <laughs> fight. Okay. All right. Who would I want a cage fight? Um, Miley Cyrus, because you look like her too. I love her. <laughs> um, what about the kid uh, that was in the Social He's Network? That's, that's Jesse Eisenberg. He's the worst. What else is he in? Well, he plays the same character every time, like a nerdy, like, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh. I mean, he's annoying, but do I want a cage fight him? That's the I mean, the you question. could take him. Um, for some reason, I keep wanting you to fight. <laughs> this is super random. Pick him for me. I keep wanting you to fight David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> How I do think, you feel about it? Could you I fight think him? I could take him. He seems really small. Yeah. And doesn't he seem like he would get under your skin and annoy you I enough actually, that you might want to fight him? I think he's so funny. Well, I course. like David Spade. Of course you do. <laughs> Um, well, so you have right. no celebrities you just like. I gotta think about it. Tom Cruise. I mean, who doesn't love Tom Cruise? <laughs> Everybody, me. he's the world's craziest but human. He's made every amazing music. Top Gun. Yeah. Cocktail. Yeah. Far and Away. Yeah. Vanilla Sky. Yeah. Every Mission Impossible. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Tom Cruise. Talk about protect him at all costs. Look, I, I will watch love. every one of those movies, yes. Cocktail in particular, over mm. and over and over again oh, until the end of time. So good. But Tom Cruise current day needs to go ride off on a horse into some sort of stable. I don't but think that he's... But then who's going to make all the bangers? Because uh, he's got more in James it. Franco? <laughs> <laughs> I love... I do like James Franco. <laughs> Does it? I love James Franco. I'd be better at just saying, who do, I, who do we love? Everyone. Everyone. Not really. Um, what is Michelle, Sister Michelle, aka oh, Serial's uh, cage fight list? I bet she's got a long one. Michelle Cheryl Sandberg, we yeah, know that. My sister wants to be known as Who the I club. Adore. There was some debate. If Did we, we go with the club? <laughs> you called her shrimp tails or cereal witch. Um <laughs> no, I think I thought you suggest I called her cereal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like. The cereal, Michelle. <laughs> Are we going with the breakfast um, thing? Gosh, Michelle hates everyone. So we'll almost yeah. need to gather this in a feedback session. Okay. I'm afraid that I'll just 
not right. capture the right person. But she, uh, we just had a conversation you and I did about when we, when she and I, 20 years ago, when I first moved to Columbus, um, gotten the biggest fight we've ever gotten in, in our life, closest we ever came to, to a physical fight mm -hmm. because we saw the movie American Beauty and it changed my life. Mm -hmm. And she was quoted as saying, standing in our kitchen at the Arbor's Watermark, I just didn't really think it was that interesting or good. At which point I threw a piece of Tupperware <laughs> head and I do it again. Um, I just came up with my cage fight list. Yeah. So she's very, Cereal. yeah, you're up. she's going to have opinions and we're going to, we're going to gather that in feedback. Okay. Because I just, nothing's jumping out at me. Well, a celebrity cage fight list is a timeless topic. Yeah. So we can, people write in. It's a delight. Send us your cage fight list. Yes. This is the kind of, the, this is a new segment. Just yes. been born. Biscuits in the ham at gmail. Cage fight list. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I also wanted to talk about OnlyFans because you did some research. Well, I just felt like a real nardy pants because I had no idea really what it was when mm -hmm. we were talking about it and you had to keep explaining it to me and I was like an alien. Like, yeah, but I probably didn't even fully know. So anyways. I watched a documentary on Hulu, mm -hmm. I believe, um, about OnlyFans and sort of got up to speed. And the premise is, is that at this, it started in 2016. So I didn't realize oh, wow. it had been around that long. No, I didn't either. And um, it's crossed over. It, it sort of made its debut into our world because Beyonce mentioned it in a song. You would probably know which song because you're a far bigger Beyonce fan than me. She's another one I'd throw in the cage. <gasps> there, I said it. Oh yeah, Catherine. I just don't think her songs are that good. What? Her oh. overuse of an intense fan on her. Have you is, listened to Lemonade? I would do the same thing if I was a celebrity, but it's aggressive. A visual masterpiece. You made me listen, listen to Lemonade Did and I'm you not watch that it? angry. <sighs> yeah, I just didn't get it. Right. It's not for me and I'm sorry. And you probably feel the way I felt about Michelle and American Beauty. Regardless. <laughs> what a throw top <laughs> Okay, so OnlyFans. Yes. So Beyonce, probably in one of her Lemonade songs, references OnlyFans. Like, yeah, I got an OnlyFans. And everybody on OnlyFans was like, oh, shoot, this is what makes us real. So now, <clears throat> apparently most celebrities have an OnlyFans. And there's always the subtle implication that maybe they'll be one of those celebrities that will exchange messages with you of a not so clean kind or perhaps share things with you. But really, I don't think that that happens. Mm -hmm. And um, the three people that this documentary focused on were people in the X-rated film industry as opposed to being on the streets. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that is the you know quadrant of sex workers that have found OnlyFans to be um, a nice fit because they're not being produced by people or told what to do. And they think that they still quote unquote own what they're doing mm -hmm. and can be in control of it, et cetera. So um, I still left with the same feeling that I had when we talked about it. And what I sort of started thinking is again, to go back to my cage match, I blame the Kardashians Mm -hmm. Because they normalized the behavior of showing your body and then receiving fame to the point where it's no longer about your body and you sell your makeups or your sunglasses or whatever your little heart desires, right? 
and they planted in the minds of all the people that that dream, so to speak, is something that we should aspire towards. I think that it also muddied the waters. Like the problem that I have, like I told you with OnlyFans and a lot of these sort of things that are blurring the lines, it's not necessarily my individual judgment of those activities or it's more just like, what is all that doing for our society? Mm -hmm. How is that bettering us? How are we learning or growing or becoming, you know, to me, the point of life is how we interact with others and how, you know, the the vulnerability part is the best part. So like, Mm -hmm. how is any of this really adding to our society and making us better? I just see it as a part of society that's making us grosser and less productive. And I actually find it offensive that you can sell sex videos to individuals and make more money than any of us work doing hard work. That is a problem in society that I have a problem with that I think that we need to take a hard look at. Why are we enabling a world where that's a great opportunity for Mm -hmm. people? And I still go back to the fact that you know, I think men are the vast majority of people that are using these sites. And even there was like a straight guy on there that has an OnlyFans account that's been very, very successful, but he poses as sort of just like ambiguous, leaning towards suggestive. And the vast amount of the people that engage with him are men. Mm -hmm. So I think we are indoctrinated into this age old thing of women selling their bodies in some capacity for men's enjoyment and it's messed up Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make us better and now women in a small percentage of situation i did a ton of research about how the vast majority of people that are in that field have been abused have you know suffered trauma and it's easy down the road to act like you're making some sort of choice, but I, that doesn't seem to be like the vast majority of what's happened Mm -hmm. there. So I still have the same opinion. Mm -hmm. And that is my conclusion on sex. Well, now we've made another episode that B may not be able to listen to, but hopefully can. I feel uh, like we covered it. Well, it's okay. B just, we'll we'll give you the (laughs) timestamp and just like avoid minutes 24 to 26. Well, I think just, I had done a a light Google, but probably not big enough studies to draw any big conclusions on, but there was a study in Vancouver, Canada of like sex workers, Mm -hmm. 692 people. And they had reported um, 50% reported some sort of mental health issues, yeah. so either depression or anxiety. But it was interesting. I was talking about this with Ryan and I was like, but what percentage of the population has some sort of mental health issue, depression, anxiety, et cetera? No, the one that got me was, the, was the abuse mm. statistic. Like um, I, 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 I researched a lot because I found a lot of older articles, but I don't like to quote things mm-hmm. from 2016 or 2018, right. but like what I found was like 70% of people have experienced either, you know, emotional, sexual, or physical abuse. Mm-hmm. And that's a direct correlation to why those people are trying to take that thing and they don't know what to do mm-hmm. with it. So they find themselves in a situation where they're making it a commodity because that's, you know, Mm -hmm. 
the environment that yeah. kind of came up in. But it, let's take so the I and, I and I agree with you. I mean, I think there's a huge um, issue in terms of like keeping women safe mm-hmm. and like like why does this happen? And it's like men, like the misogyny and like the the objectification of women's bodies like those are all societal problems but the reality is this exists i know i mean so the the studies it was interesting because a lot of these studies i always like to look at who's funding them mm-hmm. and they are a lot of nonprofits that are advocating for like safe workspaces and health services for um female sex workers and they, they, t- but they the did talk too, about i would say education like, for some reason it feels i don't know why and this is again maybe my judgment it feels different to me when I think of someone that's, you know, on the street because 96% of those people are getting abused either by their pimp or a client. Mm-hmm. So I, it made me see your point in some way, like at least you they know, need they're in a safe environment. But the thing is, is this isn't, those people aren't changing what they're doing and moving over to OnlyFans. OnlyFans is an environment for people that have lived in the world of porn. And I don't know why we need to make it safer for them. Well, the question was, I just don't. The question that I asked was, do we uh, do we believe in in uh, rights for sex workers and advocacy for? It's like drug addicts. Yeah. They there needs to be rehabilitation. There needs to be a safe place they can go. Yeah. Even if they if you can't get them to quit, at least you can give them he- like health care and education and maybe counseling, but. You know, I think my my point was really geared more towards like decriminalizing yeah. this this line of work, and and it's a female issue mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so, but I see your point. I see your point. Well, as usual, what a lovely debate and lively. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready to go to brunch? I'm ready, my friend. I'm always ready for brunch. I've got. Two different, well, I guess three brunch topics, but starting with the food stuff. Yes. Because you know your girls like to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about the menu yes. for today? Grandma Jessie Miller McGann. <sighs> you so, guys, we don't deserve her. We really don't. I don't, I don't deserve you guys. I, don't, I love you so much. No, it, why this? I mean, thank you. She thank loves you. us. Okay, so she was going to make us this Eggs Benedict breakfast bake thing that mm-hmm. sounded delightful. Yeah. I love a Benedict. The picture looked amazing. Yeah. And then she emailed us today and she said, don't hate me. Dot, 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 and I'm like, she's canceling. And I said, she's canceling. This is dreadful. Her children are sick. And she said, I didn't, I'm not going to make the, the bake. Instead, I'm just going to make real Eggs Benedict. <sighs> And I said, like, that would be, that's not a problem at all. <laughs> like, hey, way to manage expectations, grandma. Let me upgrade yeah. you. Yeah. So she's I'm made us a real thing. Full eggs, Benedict, English muffin, toasted Canadian bacon, ham, uh, homemade hollandaise. Mm. She poached the egg. She said she's never done any of this before. P.S. Never poached an egg, never made a hollandaise. New menu. She also, Mr. Ham is, doesn't, eat some of those things. So she said, is Michael going to eat it? I said, I don't know. So she also brought bagels and sausage and Mr. Ham can have whatever he likes. You just said bagels so weird. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? Bagels. <laughs> I liked it though. Well, I got to tell you, I have a thing with that word because when I went to college, which I went to school in Kentucky uh-huh. and everybody had a Southern accent and I didn't think I had an accent at all. Uh-huh. But I did, probably more than I even do now. And um, 
the first word that everybody was like, wait a minute, what did you just say was bagels? Which is, that's how I say it, bagels. 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 Yeah. But now, every time I say it, I feel (laughs) self-conscious enough. Don't ever stop saying it that way. Bagels. Bagels. You said bagels. Well, I feel like, because you have the Northwestern Ohio accent for sure, but there is a bit of a Southern twang, probably from your days in Kentucky. Yes. I hear that. It was really strong, weirdly. Mm Mm-hmm when I would be in college or like when I meet up with my friends for the weekend, mm-hmm. I'll have a twang for a few days. Yeah. A twang hangover. I a like twang that. Over. I love it. So I will tell you, Jesse also made like a little hash oh, brown yes. side. They, Laura has had three preview <laughs> plates. Little small plates, you guys. Ugh, all I know Just is to... I haven't had a single plate and I'm waiting like a I lady know. for the actual meal. And every time I'm... I turn around, we're going to like brainstorm for two seconds and she's like, well, let me just grab some, a just preview let plate. Let me get another little bite. Yeah. I put sriracha. So they're good. So good. It's so hash. crispy. It's like yeah. a tater tot hash. I put sriracha on top and then a side of ketchup, obviously. Yeah, so good. You're hungover, so I'll allow it. You guys, I'm really. Are just, you going to be hungry no, enough I'm, for the real deal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The preview plates haven't. I'm ready. Sabotage you. Okay. Um, okay, but also, I got a real good surprise and delight. Yes. Um, Mr. Ham is quite the co-producer. He really is. And He's he sends me great little uh, topical conversation <laughs> links all the time. This one I've had, I've sat on for a couple uh-huh. weeks, but we're ready for it. Okay. Controversial food opinions. Ooh. I read, you react. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite <laughs> game. Ready? Go. Nutella is overrated. Ooh. Mm. I disagree. I disagree. For the block. I will say. Nutella. I will say. And a spoon. That's all I need. Uh, you know, I think Nutella sits in a, uh, I like to call it the ice cream aisle condiments, right? You got your peanut butter, mm. you got your Nutella, Interesting. you got your hot fudge, you got mar- your marshmallow flush, flush, fluff, fluff, or flush. Yeah, Here's you got all those sweet sort of things that are delicious each in their own way. I will say, my favorite of those items is cookie butter. Really? You ever get cookie butter? I don't think so. You ever I'm a Nutella girl. Get cookie butter and eat it with a spoon? Uh, no, but I do that with Nutella. Well, I'll tell you what. I had to stop doing cookie it. Cookie butter. Because I would get it and I would I noticed it- that I would go through it in like 4 days. Is cookie butter like the Biscoff flavor yes. kind of it's yes. What it's is like that flavor? Cinnamon. Yet shortbread. It's like a burnt, a burnt shortbread. I love that flavor, cookie. whatever it is. Mm. And cookie butter is even better than Nutella. But I do not believe that Nutella is overrated. Yeah. Disagree. Yeah. Fries taste better dipped in mayo than in ketchup. Well, look, I prefer a mayo ketchup combo. Mm, same. So, but I'm not mad at that. I also will marry ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup is my life. I've really, <laughs> um, I've always enjoyed ketchup. Yeah. But I've really developed an extra fondness for it as of late. Um, I just find myself using more of it, dousing more onto mm. my, my various items. If you could only have one condiment for the rest of your life, one condiment to last you forever, what would it be? Mayo. Sour Frank, cream. Frank's hot sauce. Ooh. Oh. Well, between the three of us, we could make a nice little sauce. Yeah. I'd I, go sour cream. And Ashley will go ranch. Yeah. And that will go nice. She would too. go yeah. ranch. Um, I also is butter 
A condiment? I would choose butter, actually. Oh, butter can't be in the running. I feel like that has to be its own category. <laughs> okay. Well, it's my favorite food, If I so could only choose pants. one, yeah, yeah. butter makes okay. sense. Um, muffins are cake, not real breakfast food. Oh, no. They're not cake. Well, they are actually kind of Muffins cake. are stupid. The consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Jesse Miller McGann looks like you just punched your dog in the face. I said it. And I'm you know not what's not stupid, though? What? A really good, like, streusely muffin with, like, some drizzly topping. You only eat extra... the top, though. I don't, why, what are you going to mess with the bottom for? You just eat the top. That's where all the good stuff Fair. is. And then you got a crumbly mess. You got a piece of paper <laughs> that's all saturated in oil. She says, down with muffins. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'd get rid of a muffin before I'd get rid of a bagel. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Cold pizza is better than hot pizza. No. Okay. No. And a no and Didn't no and no. Finish my sentence. I am offended. No. This one. <laughs> Amateurs. Well done steak is better than medium rare. Jeez Louise. Who's writing this? A 12 year old? Is there a byline? <laughs> and if so, I would like to write them. Mm. I'd like to actually invite them to join us for two steaks. Yeah. Give me back the ketchup. One is prepared. Yeah. You're giving me medium <laughs> yeah. rare steak. Give me my mayo Choke or something. Down. Dip it in. Where's the red hot now? Slide it down your I just, it, I, that's someone that has never been introduced yeah. to the art of a good steak. Agreed. Because if you respect the cow, as you should, Jesse's father, yeah, then you don't cook it to death like a huge weirdo. Yeah. Grow, That's just someone who doesn't grow understand up. me. Grow up. Grow up. You're a child. Fruit and chocolate should not go together. Agreed. Disagree. You I agree? Don't, I don't want fruit strawberries? with my chocolate. I also... Don't want fruit with my meat. Don't put an orange glaze on my ham, you know, my what? ham. Don't put what about on apples with my pork chops. What? I this know is, that's offensive too. You're saying the like classic combinations like an apple yeah. pork chop, like an I apple chop. I really want fruits, fruit and meat uh, interacting. No, I love that. I don't need cherries with my duck. Well, yeah, no, no, like a orange glazed salmon. No. What about like citrus? Citrus is okay. Well, I'm a fan of citrus, lime, but like lemon, lime and lemon. It's just like I don't need a mango chutney with my swordfish. Oh, I do. I, I always don't. Need a I mango just chutney. you know, and I, I don't mind a chocolate covered strawberry. Zippy got me. Ashley Little mm -hmm. Smith got me some beautiful chocolate covered strawberries when my dad died. That were a delight yeah. and very well done. But um, we're in a chocolate covered grape frozen. Boy, They're freaking good. Chocolate covered grapes are good. Does it explode in your mm -hmm. mouth? It, it feels does. Exploding. There's nice. an element to it that you're yeah, like, I try that. Pops. Pops. Some grapes. Yeah, I will. Uh, sure. But I don't like chocolate covered cherries. When I get an edible arrangement, I get mad. Why do they have to take all this fruit and cover it in chocolate? Like, yeah. Well, I don't want cantaloupe barely at all. Let alone cantaloupe doesn't work. I mean, there. Let's water Leave my pineapple how about alone. People say watermelon covered in chocolate. I'm like, that's no. too watery. Like, no, you're flat. I will now, allow again, amateur a strawberry, season. a blackberry, Ooh, a blueberry, a blueberry. Yeah, the that berry goes. family the berries. And the I don't. Although I don't like cherries, like oh, you know, it's fine. It's okay. mostly because I don't like the fake goo they surround it in more okay. than the actual cherry. Okay. Yeah, um, hot dogs are sandwiches. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. 
Hold on. Blow, hold, your, hold on. blow your mind with that one. Are we talking about the Cleveland Clinic diet or just real life? No, like look at that. <laughs> look at that hot dog. I don't consider a hot dog a sandwich. No, it's its own thing. It's its own category, just like mm. a burger is yeah. its own category. Agreed. Okay. Oatmeal raisin cookies are better than chocolate chip. Ooh. Wow. I don't think they're better, but I do think they're good and better than a lot of people give them credit for. I mean, certain kinds. Better than grandma's chocolate chip? No. No, 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 no. I will also say, as far as oatmeal cookies go, do oatmeal scotchy for me all day long. Mm -hmm. That's better Ooh, than oatmeal raisin. Yeah. Have you ever had a Florentine? <laughs> it's a, it's like a Christmas cookie. No. They're really thin oatmeal, like an oatmeal and probably like corn syrup, something that makes them real flat and sort of sticky, like crunchy, sticky. But yeah, they get crunchy. So, but yeah. they're really, really thin. And then you drizzle them with chocolate. They're, my mom makes, Who makes them. them. My mom, Lane, yeah, Lane? she'll make us every year. I'm like, she's like, what Christmas cookies do you want? I'm right. like, um, Buckeyes and Florentines. And all the rest can go to hell as far Wait, as I can Elaine, I would like a dozen Florentines for Christmas this year. Yes. Additionally, my mom's, my two that I always request are thumbprints, mm. um, which are sort of like shortbread and nuts all rolled together. And then you put a little thumbprint and then you put icing in the middle. Ooh, I was going to say, I thought it was the one with like the chocolate kiss. And she does like pink, do yellow, icing. green icing. Those are her colors. And then she also does these praline both mine, I have nuts, oddly. Mm, you would like them. Yeah. These praline cookies that are kind of on the thinner side, like you're talking mm -hmm. about the Florentine. They have chopped up pralines in them, not big chunks. And then on the top, you put a whole praline, drizzle a caramel icing over the top, mm -hmm. and die yeah. in happiness. That sounds really good. Yeah, they're really good. Mm. She also used to make this Mama one. Joyce, Mama yeah, Elaine, yeah. we need some treats. <laughs> she made this one that I really liked, but she said it was really hard and she couldn't get it to turn out right a lot, so I let her slide. Mm -hmm. it, it's like a Neapolitan, but it's a cookie. So you make a strawberry oh, dough, I've a vanilla dough, those. and a chocolate yeah, dough, yeah. and then you combine them and slice them. Mm -hmm. I like those Those too. are really good. Yeah. My grandma, I got to say, I'm a, I'm a classic girl on the cookie front because mm -hmm. my grandma's S cookies and her biscotti are What's like- an S cookie? Um, they are, they're white and anise, like uh -huh. it's like an anise sugar cookie with a white frosting on top uh -huh. and they're shaped like an S and okay. they're amazing. They're really good with coffee. Sure. Sure. Um, and then obviously a biscotti, you know, but she does a lot of like sh uh, cinnamon and sugar yeah. on her biscotti and she does almonds mm -hmm. and um, they're so good. You gave those away at your wedding. They were yes. a true delight. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, okay. We're almost through the list. Kay. Pop tarts are just giant ravioli. What? No, you kind of. I mean, it's not pasta. So that's, again, that's kind of silly. Grow up. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah, it gets some taste. You're trying to be funny. Culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who wrote this? Fruit should never be warm. Uh, well, what about in a cobbler? Yeah, that's right. What about a pie? Yeah. Uh, chocolate is the worst cake flavor. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know Although what? red velvet is actually worse to me. I red velvet's awful, and I'm not. I will not. As much as I love chocolate, mm -hmm. now if we're talking like a chocolate mousse mm -hmm. or a, like a nice French silk pie, yeah. But a chocolate cake is for the birds. It's like a chocolate muffin. It's the same thing, and it's boring. And if I want yeah. a chocolate dessert, I'll eat a brownie. Yeah. Um, garlic is oh German chocolate cake. That's a different oh, story. Oh, that's a different yeah ballpark. Yeah, that's got an extra flavor yeah. that yeah, you only yeah, get yeah. with chocolate cake. Yeah. Which is the coconut. Yeah. And the layers. Yes. Oh, and the nuts. Yeah. Right? LaDonna makes a really, really oh good my God. Oh, triple so layer hungry. chocolate cake, but also German <laughs> chocolate cake. 
But her trick with layer chocolate cake has, um, her trick is she puts brewed coffee. Oh, yeah. Into the icing and into yes. the cake. And it is yum. Um, Davide <coughs> loves tiramisu. And my mom, like, always makes it for his birthday. And you do the coffee. You guys are so classy with your desserts. They're not, like, yeah. sweet and sweet and sweet. Like, mine are, <laughs> like, we, we do biscotti, tiramisu. <laughs> like, the kind of desserts where you have to have a short espresso you on really the side. <laughs> And be wearing a beret and be talking about world issues. It just seems like you've taken my lovely fat dessert and turned it to a thing. And I'm a little hurt by it. Oh my God, that's so funny. You're going to be hurt by this next one. What is it? Garlic is gross. Look, I actually agree. What? Okay. What do you mean? I don't mind garlic when controlled. Right. Mm -hmm. You are an excellent Italian cook, as is everybody in your family. And I am sure you use the appropriate amount of garlic. We in know your how stuff. to do it. Sure. The problem is, is that I've had some things in my life in the last few years that have too much garlic in them and they have ruined me. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you a good example. I used to love those just cheap toasts that you buy in the freezer section, like the garlic yeah, toast yeah, yeah. that you bake in the oven for 12 minutes. Mm. I could eat a whole box of that Yeah, with cheese, without cheese. I don't even care. I loved it. Something happened to my flavor profile. Maybe it's my, my own bread that I make. It's so good. And I am so good at garlic bread. That, yeah. But I got a box of that at um, Costco. What? Okay. It was a Costco brand. And I was like, I, I knew when it was baking. I didn't like the smell of it. It was too garlicky. Mm -hmm. And I took a bite of it when it was done. And I said, I hate it. Give this box of garlic bread. There's 700 slices to whoever you want. I will never eat it. And I don't want to cook it. So I thought it was just that brand. But then I brought what I always found to be the best of those brands, like a Pepperidge Farm mm. with the cheese on top. Is mm. that, what's the kind that comes wrapped in the foil? Coles. C-O-L-E-S. That's. The that's and that's legit, good too because it's super buttery. My point is, okay. I've had numerous ones and I don't like them anymore Ever since. because they the garlic flavor is really intense. Maybe it's a fake garlic. I don't even know what it is. So Davide loves garlic. Yeah. Would eat it raw, like it's you got to reel them in. Yeah, hates garlic powder, and he can tell if I make a pasta sauce and we are out of real garlic, yeah. and I try to sneak in the garlic powder. He's like. It's garlic powder. In See, here. I like garlic powder and I cook with it a lot. I sometimes will cook with minced garlic, but I very mm. rarely cook with like whole garlic or. I think the, the prepackaged minced garlic though, because I bought that before, has, it's not the same either. Because they put something to keep it preserved. Like oil. Yeah. And in maybe some like sort of acid or whatever, but like even a, a pre-minced garlic is not the same as chopping your own fresh garlic. Well, I have chopped my own, but then my hands smell like it. Forever. That's true. And, and they I will also, smell like it for days. There's a, there's a part of, you know, there's certain things that I really enjoy the peeling of mm. and the garlic is not one of them. I know you smash them and there's something about the skin of it yeah. that bugs me, the hard skin when you yeah. pull it off. It's not easy to work with. Yeah. So actually, <sighs> you know, how do you feel about that? I'd rather have no garlic. You agree than too with much. that statement? Garlic is overrated. It, at times, yeah. But be. I grew up on butter and salt. Yeah. We never had garlic. You didn't, yeah. you're like, garlic we don't need onion. You guys did onion, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, onion powder is also one of my favorite sprinkle herbs. Onion powder, I've started using yeah. more. It's got its own unique flavor that yeah. is not necessarily oniony. 
But I will tell you, anytime I use either onion or garlic powder, Davide knows. And he calls it out. <sighs> He's got that palate. I don't know what to tell you. Guess who doesn't, Mr. Ham? <laughs> should we do a husband swap? I'll teach him about life on this side. <laughs> what it's like to have food that's just made with love. But it's not going to be necessarily what you're looking for, Davide. <laughs> All right, last one. Okay. And this... This does warrant a letter to the editor. Yeah. Um, bacon is extremely overrated. Who, is there a name on this? What did, what's the source? I'll find out. Who wrote it? I'll find Who out. Who published it? Um, I need names. We'll, we'll, we'll write a letter. Bacon is- I'm gonna start a petition. Arguably. Yeah. I never think of it as my favorite food. I think of butter as my favorite food. <laughs> it could be. It's Bacon's so amazing. good. It makes everything better. The only time it's overrated is when it's sat, you know, limp and stupid and mm -hmm. hasn't been cooked enough. Exactly. Which is, frankly, just indicative of someone who doesn't care about cooking. Can I tell you guys a little tip yeah. that I just found out over Memorial Day weekend? My yeah. dad came down and he stopped at Grandpa's Cheese Barn, yeah. which I've never stopped at. Grandpa's Cheese Barn is a big local attraction on the way between Columbus and Cleveland. Yeah. We used to stop there. Um, Michelle and I did. They have candies. They got yeah. all sorts of good he things. He got a hot dog while he was moseying around. <laughs> He's like, a, you know, how homemade, mm -hmm. like real thick one that mm -hmm. snaps when you bite into it. Like, so he said it was the most charming establishment. It's great. But they do their own house cured bacon. Mm. And he brought two pounds and like a fresh loaf of sourdough, big tomatoes. I'm like drooling. I made BLTs. It wasn't the cinnamon swirl, but their bacon is the best bacon I've ever had. And I will never not stop at Grandpa's Cheese Barn. So now I have to, to go fro. to Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Yeah. Do you want to go together? Yeah. A little field Road trip. trip. Let's do it. I, um, I've been looking for a new bacon because actually my favorite store-bought bacon was Cracker Barrel brand. Hmm. Um, it's nice and thick cut without being too thick cut and cooks in the oven perfectly. People would compliment me like, what kind of bacon is this? Mm -hmm. They stopped selling it in the stores. In the last year, I'm not sure if the pandemic hit their retail division or what wow. the problem is, but I'm very upset about it. I've never I might tried be able to it buy it all. still at the restaurant. It's good. Um, I, I'll do a, like the store-bought, like the, um, Hormel black label. Yeah. Is a good I bought one. that as a substitute, but it's just not the same. Yeah. But ever you get it. Like my dad's the, he is the king of meats. Yeah. Oh, yeah he knows he where all the places are and all the good meats. Uh -huh. He've got, um, sandwich pepperonis when he stopped there too, brought did. those back. But he always knows like, you get cheese? This, um, no cheese. Oh, meat, ironic. sandwich pepperonis. He got us these um, maple iced cinnamon rolls Yum. that were really good and the bacon. Um, but yeah, he's always like, where the meats? Mm -hmm. well, this is the place that you go to get this pastrami sandwich. Well, that, he's rest, that, guy. that stop off of Old 71 is a nice stop for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. You got Grandpa's Cheese Barn. You also got a Perkins. Which there's not enough oh, of anymore. I love Perkins. I a Perkins and you a also have a uh, the Goasis, which is a really lovely I gas love, station. That's, that's my go-to because they have a Starbucks. Uh huh. They got uh, they got Popeyes, Popeyes chicken. chicken. They they have a fudge uh, a, stand. Yeah, they have there. a full bulk candy and snack section. Yeah. Ashley, take note for the Duchess. Yeah. There's some items we could expand to. Shop your comps. Yeah. Take See a look what at your you comps. <laughs> 
think they're in the BP family, so you might be familiar. Um, oh, all right, Catherine. That was fun. That is fun. Okay. Um, I've got some more fun. Okay. In honor of your birthday. Oh. Um, in honor of friendship. In honor of such a delightful Saturday. Yes. In honor of Jesse being the queen of the podcast all the food things. service. Yes. Yes. Um, I saw this post. Um from Simon Sinek mm-hmm. and it was uh, do a friend's exercise. Okay. Like if you're trying to determine what do you bring to the table? Like there's, I feel like we're all on this like never ending quest of self-awareness mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, fulfillment and what's mm-hmm, our purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. So we love this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go to the person in your life who not a, not a spouse, not a family member, okay. no one you're blood related to, okay. but your friend who, you know, will unconditionally be there for you no matter what, Okay, which I feel like, are the people in this room. Sure, sure. And you ask, why are we friends? Oh, good one. You want me to go first? Yeah. Well, I'll go for you each. Okay. Because I think that there's beautiful things about both of you. And I am instructed, just so you know, for the exercise, mm-hmm. I will be poking into if, if uh, you know, depending on what route you go, I might be pushing a certain question he says to ask. She's going to challenge me. <laughs> Shocker. Okay. <laughs> so, Grandma Miller, I'll, should I do her first? Yeah, yeah, do yeah. you second? Okay. Please. So, what I love about Grandma and why am I friends with her? That's the real question. Um, why are we right? friends? So, I, um, Grandma is a fun friend for me because Grandma, we've mentioned before, never really got on the social media train. So when I was getting to know all of you at the same time, Grandma wasn't on social media. Mm-hmm. So our friendship took longer to develop. Because it was just when I would see her sometimes, you know, once every six months over this period of a few years. And the longer that I have known Jesse, the more I have grown to appreciate um, how solid she is. She's so dependable. She's so um, giving. You know, we joked about like she would quite literally give you the shirt off of her back without mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just, Jessie's a person that makes me feel better about the, the world. She makes me believe in the good in people. And um, she makes me softer. You know, Michael mm-hmm. often jokes, like, in our group of four friends, Jessie and I are the hearts, you know, in some ways, because we're very emotional. And But um, I just think that Jessie's one of the most beautiful people in the history of the Aww. world that I've ever met. She's just very purely sweet. She crying. <laughs> I'm crying. So, you know, um, I will also say, that's amazing. Um, going through hard things makes you appreciate everyone around you in a different way. It gives you, you know, the beautiful thing about pain is you you are surrounded by beautiful people in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I've gone through the things in my life, um, you know, Michael and I have remarked on it over and over again. Jesse's there. What is she's it about showing up? Yeah. And she's got a casserole and she's like, I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be here, but I want to hug you. And it's just a pure love that is vulnerable and real and unabashedly pure in a way that a lot of people don't let themselves love mm-hmm. others. So that's the the question is, what is it about Jessie that makes you know she's there for you no matter what? 
And I mean, I think you're and hitting she has on been it the, the, over and over again. Just dependable giving. You know, she, she didn't she need to it. be. She, you know, it's but being there over and over again makes her one of my very closest mm -hmm. people because you know, yeah, that's what it's about. Like, yeah. you know, it's easy to be there for people when things are always easy and good. It's hard to be there when things are hard, and a lot of people can get stuck in their own comfortability. I don't know what to do. This is horrible. This person might be feeling bad. I don't know what to do. So I don't do anything. And Jesse does the exact opposite. You know, she shows up and she cries harder than anyone. And then we're comforting her and it's perfect. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's Jesse Miller. Oh, I love that. <laughs> anything else you want to push me on? Um, no, I mean, you're really yeah. good at this exercise. I figured I would continue. So I'll do it. I'll just do more of the okay. follow up. Yeah. For you, why are we friends? Oh, um, <laughs> I just immediately really liked you and, um, that doesn't happen to me all the time by any stretch, but I just, um, felt like I had an immediate rapport with you and felt, you know, pretty immediately I recruited you to come work with me yeah. and pretty immediately you started calling me every like day being like, what else should I do? Have you heard anything? Am I going to get the job? How annoyed wow. were you with me? <laughs> I loved it because I was like, you want the job, you know, yeah. that's the best compliment of this whole process yeah. is that you're now into it and obsessed. Good. Yeah. That shows me you'll be a great this salesperson, work. Yeah. but it very quickly within probably a week or two of meeting you, I felt like we were talking on the phone every day because you were trying to get this job. And then we started working together and then I took you under my wing and I, you know, I'm the youngest of my siblings and I don't have younger sisters or brothers, but I've always felt like you're my younger sister, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe because I took you under my wing in this job and first you fold your paper like this and you put your <laughs> pen like this and you carry it in like this. I just, you know, feel, felt, feel responsible for you probably in the way that you feel responsible mm -hmm. for your younger siblings. But anyways, um, and then as our friendship has grown, um, I'm friends with you because I first and foremost thoroughly enjoy you. Um, you know, we joke that you're my life partner. Jesse jokes, you guys, you're always in sync. The other day we were wearing we the are. same brand of shoes. Yes. We didn't even know it. Yeah. Cross town. So um I I love that you're always you're never in a like a bad mood or or like um you bring good energy always. Yeah. And even if you're in a bad mood, you own why you feel the way you do. So we can very quickly assess action steps mm -hmm. and next moves. Mm -hmm. And then you're action oriented. So you take my advice and you usually listen, which is very pleasing. I really to me. do. Um, and I'm then, very coachable. Some you're might super say. coachable. <laughs> and you, you always let me shoot you straight. You never get mad yeah. at me, even when I'm tough on you. And yeah. I think as we've grown, vice versa. We have a very real friendship and Jesse, this applies to you too. And, you know, I, I, um, I can be honest with you mm -hmm. even when it's hard mm -hmm. and it makes our friendship better. And then you make me laugh really, really hard. You make me think you push me on things. I look up to you. You know, I was once your mentor and now the tables have turned and I look up to you. I, I respect how you've built your career that little disaster zone that we hired 20 years ago would never be doing this. <laughs> you know, you've just grown up before my eyes. So I I feel fed by our friendship. Mm -hmm. I would feel a, like a piece of me is missing 
if I didn't have you. You're just very much like a sounding board for me mm. in all parts of my life. And I count you as family. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. No, That's the I nicest. Love I love you both. When I'm, I said you're so good at this, obviously not just because you're making us feel really good about ourselves, but you you understand the assignment and that it's just about showing people the value that they give to the world. Mm -hmm. Like, what do we bring to the world? Like Jesse is like pure love and generosity and giving and mm -hmm. feeding and mm -hmm. nurturing and um, dependability. And, you know, I think what I heard you say about me <laughs> was yeah, repeat it. joy, like a, a, a good energy and a happiness. You're authentically and a, you. Yeah. And I've always liked that about you. You're unaffected by who's around. You're going to be who you are and you're going to, yeah. you know, sometimes that's loud and foolish and funny <laughs> and outrageous and you just don't care. Yeah. And that's a very admirable trait. It's inspired me to be more myself too, because I realize nobody likes the boring stuff about you. It's the good stuff, right. the really trademark stuff that people love the most. So be your best you, right. be your most you. Well, and I think it's about like the whole Maya Angelou quote, I think mm -hmm. it was like, it's like people remember how you made them feel, yeah. right? Yeah. And I mean, if we're gonna switch gears and talk about you, <laughs> Give me my friend, you know, I think it's a lot of what you're saying. Like, I feel the exact same way. Like, I met that you. That feels like a cap out. I loved you. No, I'm just getting warm up. I'm just getting That's warm up. That's like what up. Michael says to me. I love you and you look so beautiful. And I say, I love you and you look so beautiful. He's like, you can't do the same He's thing. like, That's yeah. not. So I will you say. Felt our kinship right away. I felt our kinship right away. And I think it's like most things. You know this about me. If I uh -huh. want something, I want it. And it. I will get it. And, yeah. and so. And you wanted me. I did. I was yeah. like, I want that job. I uh -huh. want to work with her. I want to be lifelong friends. Like there mm -hmm. was, you know, sometimes in relationships, you have the, almost like the courting period, even in mm -hmm. friendships mm -hmm. where you're getting to know each other and you don't want to like say the wrong thing or ask questions that might make someone uncomfortable. So like, I, I never had that with you mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. So it's like that true authenticity. And I think you bring so much wisdom to the world. And you know, if I've talked about like the value that you provide others, but I mean, certainly me, but I see it in others. You give so much of your time and yourself and your mind and your your emotions to the people in your life and it's it's truly incredible like honestly i am like when i compare myself in that way i'm like she's so selfless because i'm a selfish person like at the end of the day i'm like i don't want to talk to anyone <laughs> i'm done talking i'm done giving you know and you just you give so much of yourself and your soul and i think the the wisdom that you bring and the insight and you know, for the, for the people that are surrounded by you, they're just so lucky to have that because I mean, therapists are so expensive. <laughs> Thank you. Because I'm stopping and I needed that comedic break. And it's funny because Lauren, I have gone through a few moments in our friendship where we've said, you know, maybe it's time for you to get a real professional. Maybe we worked outside my school. Yeah. And you said, I don't think so. No, I, I think, think this making... relationship continues to make positive strides. Yeah, I think we're making really good I continue progress. to not pay you. And you continue to be unlicensed as a And I agree, actually. That was not it. No, I just, I Thank love you. you so much. And I think, I mean, you bring a great laugh. You bring the funniest jokes. <laughs> You're such a comedian. You tell the best stories. Like, I just think that 
Um, I, I truly feel bad for people that don't get to be friends with you. I know we've said this collectively. I feel bad for people that don't know Jesse. I feel bad for people that don't know Ashley. I'm Same. like, you don't even know these women mm -hmm. that I get to have in my life. I know. It's like, we're the luckiest. Well, we're very lucky. And I think like you excel at letting, you know, you're so gracious to everybody you meet. And I do tend to keep my circle tighter. And maybe that's because I give a lot but you thank give you. a lot that's mm -hmm. so sweet thank i love you. you you and i believe that i because sometimes i'll tell you like that you're giving too much yeah. you know because you feel other people's feelings yeah. and you feel so so deeply for other people so i do believe people like you should keep their circle small yeah. because you can't be giving that beautiful energy to just anybody well thank you you know mm -hmm. you can't it's you know I was reading a quote that I really liked today. Might have been old Stafford. He posts motivational That's things really every good day stuff. that Is I Stafford really listening like. To the Probably pod? not, but he should be. He should. Um, it might have been him, but it said, I don't know if it was. It said, um, everyone, you should be, what was it? You should find a way to be nice in every situation. And you can. Hmm. Or something like that. Hmm. Like, I've, I've had to learn not to close, you know, not to be perceived as rude if I'm just sort of, like, keeping that tight and instead learn that, like, I can be myself. I just don't have to, like, give that much. It's just I'm such an all-in person. Yeah. And if I'm in with you, yeah. I'm all in. And if mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. And if you try to make me. You're lucky that it went the way you did. <laughs> She's going to rebel. Well, you know what, though? I feel like it for our friendship, it was very effortless because mm -hmm. it, it was a mutual connection that happened right away. Mm -hmm. So I joke because I remember calling you and we'd be on the phone for like hours. Hours. And you'd be talking me off the ledge because the, the job wasn't moving along as quickly as I wanted it to be. <laughs> and I was kind of like, hire me now. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. But, you know, I think like. You were impatient. Hmm. <laughs> that is so it's weird. Odd. I wouldn't peg you for that time. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys. Jesse, what do you love? You're far away, but anything quick you want to say about me while we're spitting out love? Yeah, me too. Yeah, or, more too. <laughs> love us. Both of you. I mean, being there for me through everything and not batting an eye, not even like thinking twice and just knowing that at the end of the day, I have you guys mm -hmm. and that you love me for me. Yeah. And that's just, I just, I love you guys so much. It's priceless. It's Unconditional right, love. Right into, uh, the yeah. Yeah. Right into yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us what you love about us or tell us what you love about a friend of yours. I love this yes. exercise. I feel so fulfilled and whole. Yeah. Unconditional love is the greatest gift you can give anybody. Mm -hmm. Like what a what a thing. I mm -hmm. honestly feel like I could murder someone and you guys would be like, okay, well, how do we work? I how do we work like, through this? You'd be disappointed. Or... <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so disappointed. I would be so mad at you. But you would also But I would help you. you. I would help you dispose of it. I wouldn't be able to look at you for a long I know. time. Especially <laughs> while taking care of that body. You know, I'd be like, and you would be like, Catherine, I'm sorry. I would be like, like don't, I don't want to talk about it don't right talk. now. Yeah. You are, well, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm here. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and I, you know, look, I would judge you, but we would work through it. I know we. That's would. we always do. That, that's yeah. true. 
Oh, but there is no, a truly, honestly, I joke because there is no judgment. And I think that's the most freeing thing about our little quadrangle of friends is Mm -hmm. we're in a safe space Mm -hmm. to be ourselves. It's no hold bars. Yeah. You know, you're, we're going to give you a ton of ribbings. Yeah. So to speak, give you the berries as Aunt LaDonna would say. But you got to be able to laugh at yourself. You know, it's, we have so much fun and we keep it real and life is hard. Mm -hmm. And I constantly feel super supported by you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. My life is better with you. Thank you. Same. Um, Okay. So three calls calls to action for our listeners, you guys. We need to know your celebrity cage fight list. Mm -hmm. Um, write us, write us, put in. it on our wall, comment on a, you know, yeah. like, whatever you want to do. We also need to know if you could only choose one condiment for the le- rest of your life, what it would be. Butter doesn't count. <laughs> um, we also need to know who do you have unconditional love for and why, yes. what, what value, you know, this is a great brunch exercise like what value do your besties bring to yeah. the world and, and to your life i know you said we're not allowed to do it with family and husbands but i'm for you sure can. doing it with everyone in my family and my husband i love that because what's the shame and pumping each other up and feeling good yeah that's a nice you know? thing it's a the nice world's thing. so hard i feel this was lovely oh, let's do this every we'll day. do more of this we Tell will love about me every day biscuits in the ham at gmail you yeah. guys write us was Send there another ask, or do you got them? Do you list them all off there? That's it. Okay, condiment, condiment, cage fight, cage fight. celebrity cage fight, and what you love and unconditional about your loves. unconditional peeps. Yeah. Done. All right. Um. Well, episode seventeen. I don't want to say it was a smash, but I think it was. Oh, good. And we're gonna pop off it. the charts. I think. I think. As so. Tom Andrew would say. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, till next time. There's, there's always, always brunch. brunch. Thank you.